0: This is the Practical Teaching Tips podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers, high school science and chemistry teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Quick Guide to Classroom Management. Well hello everybody and um, a very warm welcome to today's episode on the Practical Teaching Tips podcast. I am your host Richard James Rogers and today I want to explore perhaps a controversial topic in education and that is the amount of moaning, complaining and grumbling that teachers do. Now I am in my 16th year of teaching I started teaching high school science and um, a little bit of mathematics back in, wow, 2006, uh, which is when I, um, I finished my uh, my PGCE course. And um, I've had a lot of experiences in staff rooms with different members of, of staff, different teachers. Um, I, I've obviously um, been in a lot of conversations with teachers over the years, and also now that I'm um, I'm I'm an award-winning author and I have my my blog for teachers, of course, um, over at richardjamesrogers.com. I get a lot of um, emails. I get a lot of um, exposure to uh, different articles and different opinion pieces and different tweets and all, all kinds of. Um, all kinds of grumbles, actually, and, um, and and complaints from teachers about how things are going, um, amongst other things. And I think it's about time, to be honest, that teachers started to appreciate just how good things are for them and, and for us, because I'm a teacher as well, of course. Um, we need to start counting our blessings, I think, and we, we don't do this enough as teachers. Um, First and foremost, we get a really huge amount of holidays, which is just a massive, massive perk of the job. It's just amazing. There's no other profession I can think of that provides so many paid holidays. I mean, I I teach at um, an international school in Bangkok, Thailand, and when you look at the, the yearly calendar, I'm only actually working 180 days out of the year so I'm actually getting half a year off if you count all the weekends and every day that I'm not teaching in school which is just amazing it's it's such an opportunity and I think a lot of teachers don't don't see it that way they don't realize that that holiday time is is just such a such a gift and it's so rare it's so rare in the corporate world um, so we've got to be grateful for that. Um, a lot of teachers spend their holidays going on holiday. And do you know what? I, I really don't blame you if you do that. Um, holidays should be holidays. Uh, some teachers, like me, they use their holiday time to get some extra money or um, do some tutoring or write a book like I did back in, in 2015 um, or, or do something else, do some, do some side business or something like that or uh, skill up and and do some online courses but um, I think as teachers we've really got to be so grateful for the time that we have you know the free time that we have Uh, we can do so much with that time Um, people who work in the corporate sector they really are not that lucky Um, I think back to um, a lot of friends who I knew from through my ex here in Thailand um, you know, and, and she was working in um, uh, in a bank, you know, going to work, leaving the house at about 7.30 in the morning, 8 o'clock, usually earlier than that because of traffic, and not finishing until 6 p.m. or later often, and getting back home at 8.30 p.m., 9 p.m., and this was normal for her. A good day for her would be if she got home at 5.30 or 6 p.m., And and this was almost every day of the year, except for weekends and a a few, very few annual leave holidays. And I was there, you know, um, yes, I'd have to leave early in the morning because school would start at 7.30, but I could be home by 4 p.m. or 4.30 p.m. And I had all these holidays. So we've got to be grateful for that. We've got to start being grateful as teachers. Um, The other thing that i think a lot of um a lot of teachers complain about is they complain about money complain that um you know salaries for teachers are too low um that you know i saw a tweet just today where a teacher was complaining that other sectors had had a pay rise whereas teaching hadn't uh, you know we can we can nitpick over the you know the little pay rises or how teachers are paid or what salary we should get and things like that but at the end of the day we chose this profession and if if you didn't know what you were going to get paid when you chose this job then you know quite frankly you should have done your homework a bit better I mean when I entered the teaching profession I knew how much I would get paid I mean it's it's pretty transparent you know governments make the salary structures of teachers really transparent when you sign a contract for a new school, it's got your, your salary in there. So, it's, you know, it's pretty clear what you're going to get paid. Um, and like I said, there are loads of ways that we can top up the money we get paid. We can become examiners. We can do private tutoring. We can, um, we can run camps and we can host camps. Uh, we can, we can uh, sell our resources. There are platforms where we can sell our worksheets and our workbooks and our resources to other teachers. So the money is there if you're willing to work for it. But so many teachers don't want to do that. They expect the government to give them handouts or you know, teachers' salaries to suddenly increase with, with no justification at all for it. Um, you know, we, we do do an important job as teachers but we get a lot of perks with the job. We get job satisfaction as well, is something I should have mentioned. I mean, we are changing young people's lives every day. And if you're not in the teaching profession because you want to help young people, or because you have a passion for education, then you're not in the job for the right reasons. And I do, unfortunately, know some people, and I have known some people in the past, who entered the teaching profession because it was a relatively stable, um, stable profession, not because they actually wanted to be teachers, uh, which I think is just disgraceful, you know. Um, you can't really complain if you've... Um, you know, you've entered a job that's pretty stable, the pay is okay, you get tons of holidays, and you get a lot of job satisfaction, and you get opportunities to make a lot of extra money if you're willing to um, put your heart and soul into that and do the research. And um, And it's not that hard. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's very easy to do private tutoring, and there's loads of demand for it. And there are websites which will... Advertise you to professional, uh, to, to, um, to clients who are interested, you know, to students and parents. Becoming an examiner is, is pretty easy to do, you know. You, you apply to the exam board and there's usually positions every year that they need to fill. Um, there's resources we can sell. We can sell our resources on platforms like the Times Educational Supplement and people will buy them. So there's, there's lots of ways we can make extra money. And we've got to stop having this mindset of just complaining and moaning all the time. I mean, it's really bizarre to me, um, a profession that has so many perks, and yet teachers do tend to moan and complain quite a lot, I have to say, Um, which is a pity because we really do have it quite good, I think. We really do. So um, to put hypocrisy to the... Um, to the wind there i guess i've had a little bit of rant in this uh, podcast episode maybe i've complained a little bit complaining about complaining maybe that's what the title of this uh, <laughs> of this episode should be complaining about teacher complaints um but i hope my points are legitimate you know i don't mean to offend anyone i don't mean to um i don't mean to take away from anyone's burden or strife or hardships in teaching. There are sometimes legitimate reasons to complain as a teacher. Um, I've worked in schools before that have been incredibly hostile um, and they've put these ridiculous demands on teachers. I worked in a school in China once where I had to mark exam papers and write reports and do an exam analysis in 24 hours. And it was crazy. And teachers were staying in school till 4, 5 a.m. in the morning. Get going home, having an hour's sleep, and coming back at seven a.m. I mean, it was it was horrible, horrible, you know, horrific. And there are schools like that in the world. So sometimes it is it is necessary to complain. Um, you might you may work in a school where behaviour is atrocious and the school's behaviour management systems are very prescriptive, and you can't have your own creative freedom to use your own style of behaviour management. Um, I've worked in a school like that before, and, and you're kind of trapped in this system. Um, I worked in a school where we had a warning system for students, and it was a very, very um, lenient system, and very difficult to implement. Um, it was it was called a C system, consequence system, and it went from C one to C five, and You know, if a student did something small, like a little misdemeanor, they got a first warning. If they repeated it, they got a second warning. A third warning was something like a break time detention. A C4 was something like a removal from class by a senior team leader. And it was just the most ridiculous system, because imagine you have a class of 20 or 30 students, and you know, you've got one student's been disruptive here, another's been disruptive here, and you've got to keep track of all these C1, C2, C3, C4s you've given out, and it's it's the most ridiculous, stupid system going, or, or it was at that time. And I remember having a conversation with a senior teacher at that school who had been teaching for over 20 years, you know, and he was really experienced, and he said, do you know what, I've never given a C1, C2 in my life, and I'm not following this stupid system, and he said that, and and it was a school-wide system that they wanted everyone to implement, but it didn't work, um, and it made life more difficult for teachers, so there are oftentimes reasons to complain, but I think when we're complaining about holistic things, like teachers pay, or about... um, you know, just about being a teacher and how stressful it is. I think we've also got to count our lucky stars, you know, that we've still got jobs in this COVID time, that teaching is a relatively stable profession. We get all those holidays. And to be honest, you know, if you're complaining about money and you're not utilizing those holidays to do your own business or to do some tutoring or be an examiner or something like that, then I'm sorry, but you've only got yourself to blame. You really have. There are opportunities to make extra money um, if you look for them. So, so do that, you know. Um, I will put a link to a blog post in this episode description, which goes through some ways that teachers can make extra money. Um, So, I hope that's helpful. And I will also link to perhaps a controversial blog post which matches this episode, um, which is called uh, Moundering on Teachers' Complaints or something like that. And I'll put it in the episode description. But I hope that this was an interesting um, episode, everyone. I really just wanted to make the point that we've we've got to start being grateful. Um, I replied to a teacher's tweet yesterday, I think it was, where she had um complained about teachers pay or about how stressful teaching was and i think what she said was let's just cut this school year early let's let's finish the let's finish the school year now and have an extended summer break because teachers have had it so hard and i replied words to the extent of we need to stop complaining quite frankly we've got it good these are COVID times, so many people have lost their jobs, we've got our jobs, um, and I linked to a blog post where I, I just basically said, um, you know, the, the blog post that's in this description, uh, in this episode description, and people really jumped on me on Twitter. Um, I was told that I was mansplaining by some um, uh, some weak beta male um, guy on, on Twitter, I was sworn at, I was... Um, I was told that I was an idiot. Um, Just real vehement um, opposition to this idea that we should actually be grateful for what we have as teachers, that we should be grateful for this amazing job we have as teachers where we get to inspire young people every day. We have meaning in our lives, you know? I mean, come on, let's start looking at this. Let's start being grateful. So many people out there are... You know, they're driving to work in horrendous traffic. They're stuck in a cubicle all day, um, working through the most uh, monotonous, boring paperwork you can think of. Uh, they've got these targets to meet as well. They've got these KPI stuff to do. They're on the phone with clients that, you know, a, a lot of people are miserable in their jobs, really miserable. I mean, I, I remember with my ex and... Um, the kind of pressure she was under at work you know the 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 targets she had to meet and the the stuff she had to do and and she was getting paid about the same as me and i had a fraction of the pressure that she had a fraction and you know it was it really put things into perspective for me that i'm so lucky to have a good job as a teacher i'm so so grateful for that and we've got to be grateful. We really have. And we've, we've also got to start promoting the teaching profession because when teachers go on Twitter and they start moaning and complaining and not really appreciating what they have, the message that sends to aspiring teachers is don't become a teacher because it's a horrible job. And young people look at Twitter and they think, oh, okay, I'm talented, I'm a professional, I've got a good degree. Uh, I'm in university. Um, yeah, I don't want to be a teacher. They're all complaining about it. I'll go into IT or I'll, I'll go into a company. I'll earn more money. Um, and, and they get a distorted, skewed viewpoint of what teaching is. And those talented young people would be great as teachers. Bringing that fresh knowledge into the classroom, bringing a new perspective, up to date with current developments, um, probably got a lot of energy, probably got a lot of passion. And they're being turned away from the teaching profession by old, uh, grumbling, moaning, complaining, um, ungrateful educators, to be quite honest. And it needs to stop. It has to stop. We've got to start being grateful for what we have. Okay, well, that's it from me today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. Uh, do feel free to visit my blog for teachers, which is at richardjamesrogers.com. So it's just my name.com. On there, you'll find hundreds of articles covering a wide variety of um, of different aspects of behavior management, classroom management, all kinds of practical teaching tips there. And do check out my award winning book. It's available on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, and all good retailers. And the book is called The Quick Guide to Classroom Management, 45 Secrets That All High School Teachers Need to Know. It's a brilliant guidebook. It goes through all of the tips, that actually work because guess what, guys? I've been on the front line now for 16 years. I'm not one of these people at an ivory tower university theorizing about stuff. The stuff I talk about actually works because I use it every day. So check out that book. The link um, to the sales page is in this episode description. And that's it from me. So bye bye for now. Enjoy your weekend if you're listening to this. Um, on a weekend uh, as I'm recording this and um, stay safe and enjoy teaching. Be a happy teacher. Be a grateful teacher. Thank you.